Escape from Plan A. guys welcome to another episode of escape from plan a i'm your host diana and today i'm joined by jess we have two jesses today (laughs) (laughs) original jess hey how's it going (laughs) and new jess (laughs) well she's been she's been on uh, she's been on before so it's not new jess other jess you're both OJ. <laughs> you know what? We'll just go by Jess and we'll, we'll let people figure it out. Well, you know, <laughs> whatever. You all got time to pay a little more attention. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll actually, I actually don't like being called Jess. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. So it's easier if, if, if Jess is Jess and I'm Jessica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. And I kind of wanted to talk with you both uh, about COVID-19 again, but specifically the fact that there are three times more reports from AAPI women who have experienced Mm -hmm. like racist attacks than men in the US. And I think Australia also has more attacks on women too. And these are things that have been documented but there's like very little uh, analysis, I guess, of why this is happening. And I think, I think that needs to have that discussion. Like we need to have that discussion and nobody else is fucking doing it. So here we are. Yeah, it really is true. I mean, I, I mean, it's frustrating that it's all, it's pretty much anecdata, despite the efforts of some key researchers trying to do a legitimate study on this. But like, if you've been following along, like reports of people on social media reporting being harassed or outright attacked, you are way more likely to see the victim being a woman mm-hmm. at all levels. I think it was like Asian women, especially even before COVID-19, they were like four times more likely to receive harassment period, mm-hmm. like more so than like every other demographic. Like, I was thinking about this, and, like, people always say, like, oh, it's because women are physically weaker and more vulnerable targets. Asian women are particularly, like, seen as uh, weak and mm-hmm. not going to, like, call you out for any of this stuff. I just feel like that's just the kind of, like, obvious answer. And I think there's, like, other issues at play. Our friend Jay... She wrote a tweet that I thought was especially poignant. Uh, She says, consider reframing, quote unquote, Asians are white adjacent to Asians are easy to exploit. Uh, The reason model minority discourse never dies is because people mistake being employed by white people as being well-liked, respected, seen as more human, but labor extraction isn't love. Mm -hmm. I think that... This is especially true for Asian women because they're the model minority, but they're also women, which makes them a different or like uh, a similarly like exploitable, constantly exploited uh, labor resource. 
Asian women, they can be perceived as more white adjacent or they're more included than men are. Yeah. But, you know, that's labor extraction. Yeah, it's a it's a labor relation where you're defined by who you are serving. Yeah. And so in that sense, I feel like the reason that Asian women are more targets for this kind of harassment, that's also an extraction of labor. That's the social expectation of like us as Asian women to take on the emotional burdens of all the fuck rest of you. Right. Kind of a, a slightly animated object. Yeah. Yeah. We just like absorb your bullshit mm-hmm. constantly. And that's just like expected in the society. I guess we'll, we'll use the context of, you know, the US, but I mean, it's true everywhere. And under normal circumstances, you know, that expectation of that labor is, you know, to soothe Karen's white guilt. Yeah. Make Chad feel good about himself. But in this situation, Karen and Chad, they're fucking angry. So they expect us to be dumps for their, like, anger dumps. And that's why all this stuff is happening. Right. And that it's legitimate to do so. Or at least... If they even know that it's wrong, it's not that wrong mm-hmm. by virtue of who we are. Yeah. Like it's understandable in some weird way just because the other person, the person they're dumping on is Asian. Yeah. We're the submissive like servants. Yeah. And that puts, I mean, that puts us in such a dangerous double bind. I mean, it means that none of the usual rhetoric or the usual advice on how to manage a confrontation like that, it can't apply to us. Mm -hmm. Every reaction that it's possible to display to something like that is rendered illegitimate because of that racialized lens. If you're, if you're just, if you just try to ignore, try to just let that you know, water off a duck's back, just ignore it, try to take the high road, whatever, don't give in, just let them do that. I mean, this is this is re- kind of reinforcing the stereotype, right? That we'll just st- sit there and take it, which ends up rewarding that behavior. It's not taken as a sign of strength. I think taking the high road, it works only when there's some level of mutual understanding that it is a confrontation between equals, and it is a display of strength to not give in to a base reaction, like shouting back or resorting to name calling, blah, blah, blah. But we don't get the power of that response. We're just seen as, oh, well, we're barely animate anyway. So, of course, they're just going to stand there and take it. That doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> but then if you if you actually do have the audacity to respond in some way, then you've completely broken down that script as well. So, you actually open that, uh, you know, what, the, the little, the, the real doll is talking back? What, what is this? That's no good. Um, so, you open the door for further retaliation and for more attack. That's not something I'm I'm okay with either. So it's just it's just endlessly frustrating to me. Thinking through that is just why like I don't even want to go outside. Yeah, I haven't gone outside except to walk the dog. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you get your groceries delivered and stuff. Yeah. No, like nobody said anything to me. You know, like I don't want to deal with the constant like anxiety of like what if something happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? You're in the you're in the Bay Area, right? 
Yeah, I've been out probably once a week to get some, you know, fresh produce and things that I need. And it hasn't been bad. The Bay Area always gives a false sense of security anyways, for me, because there are a lot of Asians and people are more outwardly accepting uh, until something happens. And then all of a sudden it comes out. So I feel like with less interaction, in ter- like I'm not going to be out at a bar having a conversation, so nothing's going to really come up. There's less chances of any of those situations. So I've mm-hmm. been okay about that kind of anxiety. You know, I have friends all over the place and they don't live in areas that are as, as safe. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. In addition, like to this outside tension and fear and violence is not all women are in safe spaces at home either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a heartbreaking to read some of the reporting on that. Yeah, like I, I think I read something a while back that said whenever a home team loses a big game or something, the domestic violence incidents just skyrocket. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just imagine what is happening inside these some of these homes that were probably already kind of bad and kind of tense, but now they can't even go outside, you know? And this is true, I think, no matter who, like what identity the the man is. But basically, like if they have this expectation of like the Asian woman being a resource to just dump their shit onto, then imagine what that woman is going through now. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's more monitoring, you know, there's, it's harder for her to get any kind of reprieve. Right. Ugh, I mean, uh, it. <laughs> it's hard to, it, it's hard to, I feel like this is one of those situations where it doesn't fit in a it's so messy that you can't you can't really i mean i i hope you know i hope when we come out of this like we i i my worst nightmare is um and we were talking about this earlier my my nightmare is that we come out of this and somehow things just go back to where they were say in january or february Do you guys know what I mean? Like, I think it would be so, it would be so jarring just to see, you know, everyone just go, go to work, complain about their bills, struggle quietly. And we just kind of go back to slowly crumbling into the abyss. Yeah. Like a wasted opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of it for nothing. 